Good day, everybody. And once again, it is me, the J to the E to the double F free. This is Jeffrey Harris, and you're listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. We have a brand new interview for you here today. It is OVW's Rush Division Champion. His name is Dimes. Dimes is a former OVW Heavyweight Champion, TV Champion, 2019 Nightmare Cup winner. He is the current Rush Division Champion, and we have an exclusive one-on-one interview for you to check out here today. So stay tuned. We are about to start that interview right now. Thank you for listening. This is Jeffrey Harris on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. All right. Good day, everybody. This is Jeffrey Harris, and we are back today for the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. For today's interview, we have the OVW wrestler, the former heavyweight champion, TV champion, 2019 Nightmare Cup winner, and the current Rush Division champion. He is the one and only Dimes. Dimes, thank you very much for joining us. How are things going for you right now? Sir, uh, thank you for having me on first. Um, but, you know, thanks for me you're going. Um, I mean, they could go better, but they could be worse. You know, the whole coronavirus, yep. uh, you know, kind of shocks people, I think. Uh, you know, a few months ago, everything just got shut down. But um, I actually live across the river in Indiana, so my gym has been open for a little bit. So at least I can, you know, go and do that. But I'm certainly looking forward to being able to go back and wrestle uh, eventually, whenever that is. So, like, what is it like right now when, you know, we're in a pandemic, some wrestling is still going on, but OVW, uh, you're shut down at the moment, you're not able to have shows. What is it like, you know, being a pro wrestler and not being able to wrestle and, and do what you love? Um, it's definitely aggravating. You know, there's that itch of wanting to do it. Um, and I, I do have uh, people that I train with that we, we do have a ring in Indiana, but it's not, you know, regulated or anything like that. Um, so, you know, being able to wrestle in front of a crowd is way different than just, you know, training with, you know, a couple of your partners or your buddies. So, um, you know, we, we at OVW, we've uh, started planning uh you know, putting contingency plans for the coronavirus, um, letting in a certain amount of people. And now we just kind of have to hope for the state to let us wrestle again. So hopefully it's soon. Uh, do you have uh, an idea of when that might happen? Do you have like projected date when, when you'll hopefully start running shows or, or your weekly TV again? Uh, no, not right now. Um, our owner, Al Snow, actually just had a meeting with the state the other day mm-hmm. and kind of laid out, you know, hey, this is, you know, everything that we've had in place. Um, all of the talent and all the workers that we have at OBW have um, filled out like a document saying, you know, all of the different precautions that we have in place and that we have read it and, um, you know, that we know that there is a plan in place to keep everybody safe. Um, so it's really up to the state right now, but hopefully, you know, within a month, I mean, cause I know that shows are running in other states, like in Indiana, there are shows running today and tomorrow. So, you know, hopefully the state of Kentucky can see that we are, you know, truly a professional company and that we've put 
all these precautions in place to keep not only the wrestlers safe, but the fans safe as well. Uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself, Dimes, and your journey. Well, what made you want to become a pro wrestler and, and start a life in pro wrestling? Um, well, I had always liked pro wrestling as a kid. Um, and, you know, one of the first people that I remember seeing on TV was John Cena, and he's one of my favorite wrestlers still today. Um, and I remember I, when I was growing up, I went to a babysitter, and they would have Stone Cold and The Rock, you know, like sheets and pictures and stuff like that all over their house. So I was always um, into pro wrestling, and I was an amateur wrestler throughout high school. Um, and even with that, I kind of just, like, wanted to put on a show and, like, entertain people. So I would try to have, like, higher scoring matches than other people. Um <laughs> And then I went to college and graduated from IU. Um, and then I started working, I guess what you would say is like a normal job. And I realized that I didn't really like that. And I remembered that OVW was right across the river from where I lived. So I figured it was a perfect place to train. And I started training there. Uh, who, who would you credit as your trainers and your greatest mentors for wrestling? Um, I would say my three big ones are Matt Capitelli. He was my first uh, trainer in my beginner class at OVW. Um, and then Rip Rogers and, of course, Al Snow, who's our owner now. So those are the three big ones for me. And what would you say is the origin of, your, your, of uh, Dimes? Where does Dimes come from? Um, well, Dimes is just the nickname that I got in college, and it just kind of stuck. Um, so I have been Dimes before I was a wrestler. Um, so when it came to, you know, coming up with like a work name, uh, Dimes was just who I was. Um, so it was kind of an easy transition. And um, when I first came in, they wanted me to, you know, have a, a real name, I guess, so to speak, you know, like a like a two, two, uh, first, first and last name, you know, um, Dimes just kind of like an abstract name, but I like the name Dimes. It's who I am. So, uh, you know, I just kind of stuck it out and then, you know, eventually I got to where I am today and I would say that I'm pretty successful with the name. So. All right. So tell me about training under Al Snow and, and kind of this sort of new era with OVW with him as the owner and talk about, you know, I'm curious about his leadership, you know, his poise and whatnot, and how he comes off to you. Sure. Um, well, I am one of the people who was there before Al um, bought us out. I was mm -hmm. there about a year, um, and that's when I was training under, like, Matt Capitelli, and then Al came in, and things have drastically changed. I would say, you know, like, the training schedules, we have all different classes, um, OVW is an official trade school in the state of Kentucky for um, sports entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, Al has gotten us uh, different national TV deals. We are on YouTube America every Friday. Um, we have bigger shows like in, in Louisville, we, we have the big entertainment area. It's called Four Street Live. And we've been lucky enough to have two different shows down on Four Street Live since Al's been there. Um, you know, and all the different talent that he brings in, um, for, to, to wrestle for us, uh, to have, you know, different training opportunities. Um, I mean, he's brought in like Billy Gunn, Tommy Dreamer, uh, the Hurricane, Shane Helms, 
um, just to name a few. So, you know, having those opportunities to learn from different people is something that I can definitely uh, thank Al for. And, you know, of course, he is one of the best trainers, you know, ever. He was one of the Tough Enough trainers when the original Tough Enough show was on TV. So it is kind of cool to have that uh, connection there to say that, hey, this guy trained, you know, whoever, and now he's also training me. So, yeah, it, it, it's definitely been a positive having Al come in. Um, does any input or advice he's ever given you about the craft uh, come to mind? Like anything, any lesson he's imparted on you that you're going to take with you and that's going to stick with you for your whole career? Sure. Um, I would say the biggest thing is to just be myself and be confident in myself. Um, you know, one of the main things that I think younger wrestlers have is like we're, we're out there and we're thinking too much instead of just going out there, and, you know, being yourself and, um, you know, not necessarily playing an act or anything like that, just turning yourself up a little bit. So I think that that's one thing that, you know, no matter where I go, that's something that he told me that um, will really help me, you know, wherever I end up. I mean, the thing about wrestling, it can be, it can take a, a very hard physical toll on your body. So, I mean, does the pandemic, I guess, make a case at all for either a wrestling off season, or is there sort of a benefit, you know, a, even as sort of rough and as sort of bizarre as this whole pandemic is in human history, does it sort of benefit someone like you where it's giving, at least giving your, your body time to rest up and heal a little bit, you know, from any nagging issues? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I could see the positives in it. Um, um, I could see, you know, like a company like WWE, you have all this talent and instead of, you know, making one talent work the whole year, maybe just book them for nine months, give them three months off. Mm -hmm. And then in that three months, give other people opportunities and just kind of cycle it in and out like that. Mm. Um, you know, like with, with the pandemic and everything that was just kind of forced upon us. And, um, I will say, like, training the past couple times has been really hard on me cardio-wise, which is usually is never an issue, but, um, you know, being in the ring, you know, twice in the past three months, uh, it's definitely very difficult, so that is, like, a negative to it, but, um, you know, my body has healed up a little bit, there were little injuries, um, just things that hurt, not necessarily that could stop me from wrestling, but they have healed up a little bit. You know, so that I guess that is a positive in the uh, whole pandemic situation. Now, do you still try to train or practice in the ring, or is it, you know, once shows start up again, is it going to be almost like a relearning or, or or a whole different adjustment period? Um, I, I wouldn't say relearning. It's more just timing stuff like that, especially with my my cardio. Um, I trained last weekend. Um, with Rip Rogers up in Indianapolis and mm -hmm. it was mostly just the cardio of it and we were sort of outside we were in a garage but um, sort of outside so it was hot too and it's just very difficult to get back into that shape because you know as much as I do a stair stepper or you know a treadmill at the gym that's not the same as all of the different body movements that are needed in a wrestling match so just you know wrestling you know a 10 minute match is incredibly difficult now um because of the time off but um you know hopefully soon enough i'll be able to train 
on a more regular basis, and I'll be back in shape soon enough. Uh, how, I think you happen to have some very good chemistry with uh, Corey Storm. Uh, how have you liked getting to work with him, and what do you think about the way you guys work together in your chemistry with each other? Um, well, Corey was somebody that when he first came in, you could kind of tell how good he was. And, um, you know, not to pat myself on the back too much or anything like that, but I know how good I am as well for us both being so young. So I think that, you know, because we were both two young guys, um, sort of similar wrestling styles, um, that really allowed us to mesh. And um, his style is a little bit more of that uh, indie you know, fast-paced style, and I am much more of like a slower, uh, you know, psychologically uh, based wrestling. And I think that he has helped me in certain ways, and I have kind of helped him to say like, hey, maybe we should do this here, do this there. Um, so I, I definitely think that we have both helped each other. Um, and, you know, the one match that we had together I, I forget how long ago it was. It was months and months before we even were a tag team. Um, but it was a, it was a good match, I think. Just you know, our first time, and we had never wrestled each other before or anything like that. And I would say it's one of the best OVW matches that we've had in the past couple of years. Now, I, I mean, you mentioned earlier you were a big fan of John Cena, but I'm curious are there are there any guys you've studied or are there any wrestlers historically that maybe informed or inspired you personally maybe not so much to mimic but you know sort of informed your your knowledge of wrestling and maybe inspired you a little bit sure um well when i first really started getting into wrestling was like 2005 mm -hmm. so some of those main guys were like eddie guerrero um ray mysterio edge randy orton um AJ Styles was a big one for me. Um, and then, of course, like John Cena. Um, and, you know, a lot of those guys are still able to wrestle today, which is incredible. And I, I hope to be able to wrestle that long. And, uh, you know, get to the point where, you know, hopefully in the next few years, I would be able to wrestle somebody like an AJ Styles um, if he's still there when I eventually get to WWE. Now, that's also another question I sort of have. Like, what are your goals in wrestling? Like, where do you want to go and perform? Are you content to just taking the ride and journey and seeing where it takes you? I'm just curious how you view yourself. Like, because I, I, I like that, you know, you do have that sort of idea, you know, going to WWE one day and facing AJ Styles. I think that's great. So I'm just curious how you view that for your career. Sure. Um, I mean, right now, I would like to... Uh, get an opportunity at a larger company like a WWE, like an AEW. Um, but, you know, before that comes, I would like to build OVW as, as big as I possibly can. Um, you know, I do have eventual career goals. Like everyone wants to wrestle at Ma uh, WrestleMania, right? So that's, right. of course, one of my goals. Um, just getting myself on the biggest platform possible, whether it's AEW or whether it's WWE, I, I would really love an opportunity to wrestle at either company. Um, you know, I see a lot of my peers getting opportunities at those companies, and mm -hmm. I definitely think that I'm on their level. 
So I, I think it's just a matter of time, really. I mean, uh, I mean, just like that match you had with Sim Bodie uh, last sure. year, I was I was real impressed with. I just feel like you're you're getting better and better each time you go out there, and I and I feel like you know you have so much potential, and you're just getting continually better. Now, um, is Corey Storm is he going to take it personally that you made him hand over the Rush Division title at Hunting Grounds last March? So you're the current Rush Division champion, but you won the Three Wishes ladder match, and you got the Rush Division title as, as a result. Do you think Corey might want some revenge on you for that? Do you think he's going to take it personally? Uh, yeah, I think he did take it personally. Um, I could tell that he was a little bit upset, but, you know, that's, that's business, man. I mean, you know, I didn't say that... You know, I would use the wishes on a tag team championship. I said that I would use it on a championship. And quite frankly, I think that I'm a better face for the company than Corey Storm. I'm a better wrestler than Corey Storm. I sell more tickets than Corey Storm. So, of course, I should be the Rush Division champion. And, you know, if he's offended by that, that's quite honestly just too bad. Um, right now, I'm the longest reigning champion of all time in the Rush Division. So... If he wants to stop me, then he can beat me. I mean, it's simple as that, really. Would you grant him uh, a rematch when the time comes? Or would you grant him a match uh, for the title? Yeah, but he would have to earn it. Um, as far as I'm concerned, he's at the back of the line. Um, he has no rematch clause. Um, you know, I would rather see other competitors, you know, try to get a shot at me. Uh, we have plenty of talent in the back. I don't think that everything needs to be handed to Corey Storm like it used to be. So, you know, if he's upset by that, then he can just climb his ladder like I had to do. Now, when you two won the Nightmare Cup, you talked about sharing possession of the cup. Who currently has possession of the Nightmare Cup? Oh, I have it. It's in my house. <laughs> Are you just going to keep it for now? Uh, I'll keep it until somebody beats me next year, I guess. Okay, okay. Whoever my partner is. So you're not, so you're not gonna. So if Corey Storm came over to your house, say, "Hey, can I borrow? Can I borrow the cup for the weekend?" You won't let him have it. Uh, no. I think he <laughs> could do other things with his time rather okay. than worry about my trophies. So, you know, maybe next year he can get a different tag team partner and take it from me that way. Okay, sure, fair, fair enough. Now, um. Because before the pandemic, just my thought as a wrestling fan was, it definitely seemed like wrestling fans were getting options. You know, there was, you know, OVW, you can watch OVW on YouTube. There's more wrestling, you know, through streaming media or video on demand. I feel like the wrestling industry was sort of finally getting a handle on that. So I guess... Hopefully, once we can sort of get back to some level of normalcy, whatever that is, um, do, do you feel like there will be, you know, the industry will be able to sort of continue where it left off, or or is it going to look a lot different uh, from before the pandemic? Um, I think it will be a little bit different, um, and I, I do think that the first couple companies that start regularly putting on shows... Um, could see a surge in viewership. Um, 
you know, you see right now, like wrestling just isn't really the same right now. So it's hard to judge the viewership right. numbers and everything like that. Um, cause even for me, I love watching wrestling, but even right now it's just weird, you know, like totally. rest, wrestlers as the fans and stuff like that. Like it's okay, but it's just not the same as 20,000 people or a thousand people wherever you're wrestling, you know? So I think it is important for a company like OBW to be one of the first ones back where, you know, we can say, hey, you know, stream us on uh, YouTube America or on your Roku channel or if you can watch it locally, like, please watch us locally. Um, and we are still putting out new episodes, but they are more based off of, you know, people's careers and, you know, situations like that because we aren't, you know, allowed to wrestle and film anything yet. So uh, we are still putting things out. Um but when we can actually have shows again, I definitely would expect, you know, a, a surge in viewership. I just, I think you definitely sort of are poised, uh, you know, to go in that direction just with such a talented roster and workers like yourself. Uh, okay, so just last question uh, for you, Dimes. Um, if you have any, if you have any other projects you'd like to share with the listeners, uh, any social plugs, merchandising plugs you, you'd like to share? I wanted to give you that time to do that, so please go ahead. Sure. Um, my uh, Twitter and Instagram are at Dimes Wrestling. That's D-I-M-E-S Wrestling. Um, and I am participating in a Dancing with the Stars event for charity in October. Um, the date kept getting moved because of the coronavirus. But it is in October, and I'm raising money for... A, a charity in my hometown of New Albany um, for women who suffer from addiction. So um, I will be selling masks um, for five dollars. Um, you know, everybody has to wear a mask now because of the coronavirus. So I thought it was a good idea to sell the mask and use them for charity. Um, I'm also accepting donations. Um, there's a link in my Instagram and Twitter. Um, it is the Breakaway Dancing. Uh, that's my charity, um, and I'm hoping that you know if, if if you don't want a mask, that's fine. If you would still donate, you know, five, ten dollars, whatever. Um, but the link is in my Twitter and Instagram, so um, that's at Dimes Wrestling on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys want to follow me or donate to my uh, event. All right, Dimes, thank you so much for your time, man. I'm looking forward to, you know, when, when we can get back, uh, get you guys back in the rotation, get new live uh, OVW events, and, and just seeing more of, uh, of guys like you, um, Corey Storm, and what have you. So uh, you guys are doing great. So, uh, you know, keep up the great work, and I'm, and I'm looking forward to getting you guys back uh, on TV and everything. So really appreciate the time, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. You've been listening to the Rush Division Champion of OVW. His name is Dimes. Stay tuned for him on uh, OVW. You've been listening to Jeffrey Harris on the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Thank you, everybody. And that was Dimes, the Rush Division Champion of OVW. Thank you very much uh, to Dimes for taking the time to speak with us. 
Remember, you can find us on the 411 Mania YouTube channel, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play. If you can give us a like, comment, or subscribe if you're listening to us on YouTube, I'd very much appreciate it. If you can give us a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcasts, I would very much appreciate that as well. But more than anything, thank you for taking the time for finding us and listening to our show. We're going to have some more great interviews coming up uh, later this week, so please stay tuned. I'm very excited with the content we have planned. Once again, this is Jeffrey Harris, the J to the E to the double F re, and you've been listening to the 411 Wrestling Interviews Podcast. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>